0: Yeah, I do, because you referred to our fire as laser laser flames. So, So, yeah, I remember. I remember very well. It's like literally the first thing I remembered coming back into the venue. So, yeah.
1: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile.
3: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: You're listening to Sapnin Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! You are listening to episode 203 of Sapnin Podcast featuring myself, Sean Smith, and my good friend, Morgan
1: Richards. Yes, it's me, Morgan Richards, and whoa! Whoa! Oh, this episode isn't a glitch, but a vice grip on the band they'll have you killing with a smile. Fucking one day, karma is gonna get you.
2: <laughs> this week's episode is the frontman, absolutely fantastic egg. Winston McCall of Parkway Fucking Drive. There's no fucking in the middle of the name. I just added it for
1: effect. <laughs> Flame Lasers. Flame Lasers are, are back. We love fire production. We love Australians and we love everything Parkway Drive. Since when <laughs> since Winston's last appearance the band have been through a lot, conquering great heights of headlining Wacken, one of the biggest metal festivals in the world, For facing some inner issues and regrouping for the release of their most honest album to date, Darker Still, on Epitaph Records. Their live setup, energy, and show is regarded as one of the best in our scene right now, and we were invited to catch up with Winston on the final date of their recent European Arena tour, Backstage in Cardiff, Wales, to dive into the art of production and Parkway's underdog success story. This is a band that you've always been impressed by, Sean, and really felt like we were getting a catch up with an old friend. Oh, it was absolutely beautiful.
2: We were talking about this after, right? The difference between massive bands who are doing really well and bands who are doing okay, but are not as big. Big bands and bands like Parkway Drive give us so much access and were so fucking cool to us, right? It's mad. It's just so many things other smaller bands could learn learn from. They give us a dressing room to do this downstairs at the CIA, formerly the Motorpoint Arena. Winston came in. I wasn't expecting him to remember us because I have a face like a pink balloon, so it's easily forgotten. First thing he said when he came in, FLAZERS! Yeah, we had a fucking blast with him. He remembered it. He loved it. We had a fucking chat about everything. Like you said, I have been impressed by Parkway Drive since they first turned up on the scene. I remember seeing them play a festival, and I was the first thing I was ever wowed by at Parkway Drive it was the crushing riffs. The second was the use of flip-flops as shoes on stage. (laughs) How the fuck did they get away with that? How did any of them never break their toes or fall over? Well, they probably fucking have. But yeah, so this chat was fucking absolutely excellent. We got deep and dark at some points, which was unexpected. And um, yeah, I just want to thank Winston again for being so openly honest with us. Because I think if you are suffering from mental health, Or you know somebody suffering from mental health and you're looking for ways to get around it or, you know, work out how to make life better. This is a good podcast to check out because, uh, yeah, there's a couple of ideas in here that Winston talks about that I think that we should all be
1: talking about. Mm Mm-hmm. 100% and a massive thanks again for the whole Parkway team for looking after us on that day. And in this episode, we talk literally about everything from the ins and outs of crew and them hiring over 50 people, the band therapy they're going through at the moment and almost breaking up, an unexpected whistle feature on the new (laughs) record. (laughs) Learning to sing in German, all tours of Bring Me the Horizon Architects and While She Sleeps, gearing up for the 20th anniversary, and a whole lot more. So make sure you listen to everything on this episode. And before we get into things, just a quick reminder, if you enjoy what we do, you want to support the podcast in any way, please go and check out our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash saftonin. You get included into a wonderful community of people that are meeting up on the regular, going to gigs, making plans, and it's just a really wholesome experience. That's patreon.com. Forward slash Sapnin. But without any further ado, this is the return of Winston McCall from Parkway Drive on episode 203 of Sapnin Podcast. His fucking jumper was fucking (laughs)
2: spectacular. But you'll see how later in the week now with the fucking pictures going out. Anyway, use Winston, use fucking Parkway Drive. Flames! Sapnin! (laughs) (laughs) Sapnin! I lost my mind then.
3: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365
1: day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. happening? What's
2: happening? What's Yeah! Yeah! yeah back once again like the renegade master we have a flame laser enthusiast <laughs> winston from the mighty mighty parkway drive how are you the connoisseur connoisseur <laughs> of the flame yeah. laser
0: <laughs> i'm doing great good, yeah. doing
1: great how are you guys yeah, yeah not bad man it's been a while it's been oh, almost three years i think since yeah. uh last time we saw you i mean you were you were get you are our Episode eleven. Wow. And now we're over two hundred. So don't know how that's happened. Jesus Man, <laughs> like that's a bit of a time
0: warp. Yeah. Way to make me feel real old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I'm like that villain that dies off in the first episode then comes back like, <laughs> <laughs> season 12, was like, surprise, it was me the whole time.
1: <laughs> Flame lasers.
0: And <Yeah. laughs> yeah. yeah. I bring back yeah.
4: Warfling. <laughs> <Warfling's> <laughs>
1: never. Oh, no, but how have you been? I mean, just looking at this tour, it seems like it's being like crazy and just you've upped the production to a whole complete... Of a level, how was it just being coming back over here and doing these shows again? Good,
0: <laughs> it's been good, <laughs> it's been real good. Like, um, <laughs> you're way to amp it up there. This is our first, uh, our first tour back, full stop. Like, we haven't done a tour since festival season 2019. Oh, wow, yeah. Like, we played one show New Year's Eve this New Year's Eve, and that was it. It's really nerve wracking to come back, to be honest. Like, we kind of it's weird that the whole feeling of being on stage and all of that like 17 years of muscle memory and feeling and connection just bled out completely so it was like first time we like the first day we're playing i was like why does my stomach feel weird why am i shaking never had that like i can't remember having that in like the last 10 years and then all of a sudden pre-show nerves were back and everything but tour's been sick (laughs) like so sick man it's been the literally the best tour we've ever done it's been nuts class
2: nuts yeah (laughs) Yeah. everything we've seen online is just like it's been fucking incredible and yeah i'm just seeing stills and i can't i'm just like where the fuck i can't even work out where the fire's coming from (laughs) (laughs) this is coming out of him yeah Yeah. he's not he hasn't learned how to fucking expel fire from his head (laughs) I mean, How have I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. one, of the, yeah, one of the strange yeah. side effects of yeah. catching COVID yeah. is uh, some cool. people have learned to breathe fire. fire. that's it.
0: Coming out the ears, coming out the other the holes. It's great. <laughs> but yeah,
2: I wanted to yeah. talk a bit about um, production, if that's cool. It's like, because a lot of people see, you know, the, the pyro and the stage show and stuff like that, but they don't realize the work that goes into that. And the costs,
4: because
2: you know, <laughs> <laughs> there's like a, there's an en- yeah. There's a, a, a cost of energy crisis at the moment. Isn't yeah, it? That's so very true. Yeah, it man. can't be cheap to fire up those, uh, no, nah, dude, those um,
0: cannons. Basically, we put on a show so we can put on a show. Yeah, mm. there's your, there's an yeah. equation. <laughs> yes. Um, but no, nah, we are. Um, it's what we. It's, I, I especially love doing it, like very, very hands on with it, Um and essentially like. For me at this stage and where we are, um, I mean the the concept of the art, of what we do is expanded well beyond just the music. It's literally about creating the the Parkway Drive world. Like and that is very physically sitting on stage there. And how deep you want that to go determines is just determined by your imagination and what you're willing to put into it. And that's a like it's a ton of work. Um a lot, like the details are becoming more and more like even there's more minutiae in, in it like it's 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 pretty crazy um just just rolling into pre-production this time it took us a long time to figure this entire show out and how it flows and the every, everything we wanted to put up on, up there on stage and the way we wanted the audience to react and then uh, when it actually came time to get there and have all of the stage built and figure out all the choreography and the costuming and the visual design and the sound design and all of these layers where i had it in my brain but we finally got there and all the different teams that have been separated were all together. It was li- literally like sitting in a building with the stage being built downstairs and there being like four or five different rooms in a row where you're like, there's audio, there's the visual, there's the costuming, there's the strings and choreography. And you just wow. walk into one room and be sitting there for two hours just editing something. You're like, wow. right. And then you walk into the next room and do the same thing for another two hours and you go, like, sick. That's good. And then you do that. And we did that for five days in a row and I was pulling like 15 hour days just going- Is this- What? (laughs) Is this- I I can't remember this being part of the job, but that's uh, that's actually what it is now. But the the wild thing is when you see it back and you're like, that's what was in my brain. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, Jesus. (laughs) The hell did we think this up? Like- it's 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 really neat so I, I just really enjoy that side of it now and there's Ma- a lot of
2: yeah, yeah. imagine what like 20 year old winston thinks of all this oh, oh dude well, yeah. wouldn't yeah. even
0: be able to imagine it it's more no. like imagine, imagine what imagine what seven year old winston who went and watched jesus christ superstar for <laughs> his first gig <laughs> thought of it so It's <laughs> like
1: <laughs> saw my first laser and was like one day I will have you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i will
0: have you one day <laughs>
1: yeah. you will be mine <laughs> yeah but it's it's mad to see like how much effort is put into how these all come about because I'm sure a lot of people just think oh you've just asked for this and people oh, go go and do it for you it's showing fact- what you do <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. but you're so hands on trying to give your put your impact on yeah. this kind of thing I'm sure it's just yeah when you see it for the first time all working out you're like oh my god yes this is worth yeah. all the ideas all the hours spent hundred percent
0: this is th- this is actually like the first record cycle for us where every single aspect has been exactly what it was supposed to be. And that's not saying that we've compromised or anything in the past, but we haven't been at a level where we've been able to articulate our imagination and know the right people to work with, to bring that out. Because like for all of the imagination stuff, you still have to have someone who can pull that shit off in whatever field they have. And we work with some incredibly talented people who do all of the things and it all adds up. It's just layer upon layer upon layer of, um, of, of staging or visuals or anything that we've done that goes through the music videos the artwork on the records the, the staging the crew that put it together every single part of it and um yeah to have it all work it's it's um, i mean it's just fulfilling at the end of the day because it's what it's all about really so it's, it's really what it's all about like and when you can't when you can't fault it you're just like cool it doesn't like i'm stoked people get it i'm like, this is the best version of what it's going to be. So, there you go. No. Yeah.
1: That's one thing I think that separates you from a lot of different metal bands is that show and that live performance, that live energy you'd like to kind of bring into these big arenas. And especially on this one, just online, we've seen things like you've got the walkway with fire around you. You've done a few costume changes. Yeah, I put a change from white white clothes to black clothes. <laughs> nice. Super duper, um, like,
2: yeah,
0: extravagant. But yeah.
2: Nice. Well, yeah. Is, it, um, yeah. is it literally run off stage? Get down to your pants back in there, back in the other
0: yeah. Two minutes, buddy. Nice. No, Two at all. minutes. Is it? Two minutes, three people. Ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, no, I was gonna say this. Well, yeah. It's like so, watching us watching a Formula One car pulling a pit lane. It literally is <laughs> it's nuts. We've got it down to like a minute, I think, but it's have some, it's some it's,
2: bolts on your trousers it's just <laughs> It's whoop, fucking cl- Yeah, it's yes. close,
0: man. Yeah, it's wow. close, dude. Trust me. It's nuts.
2: So yeah, did you get a reuse like yeah, did you get a rehearsal list a few times beforehand
0: or? I think we did like three run-throughs. I did the change by myself like a few times in the dressing room and then realized I need other people to help me do this. I'm like, I can't do pants and shoes at the same time. It's not <laughs> fast <laughs> enough. So, um, yeah, it's just we, we, we did a, a, a few run-throughs and then it's just go. But it was actually really tight just from the first, from the first run-through, which is, also says a, a lot about the people we're working with who just they've got their shit on dial. How many are in the touring party? i think we're in the f- 50s or wow. 60s wow. we're literally the smallest part of this that's the thing which is tripping us out there's, like there's five five guys in a band the touring party rocks up at like eight seven or eight in the morning builds this entire world and then at like eight thirty or 9 in the evening we go on stage And gig for an hour and a half and then we get off stage and then it all packs back down and goes on to the next venue and it's also just five guys can go up and play some songs. It's mad, isn't it? It's so (laughs) nuts because like, especially when you're watching these people do these incredibly like demanding tasks and you get up there and you're like, I'm just doing some music. And I can do this without it, like which is rad. But like to see the passion that goes into everything that everyone else does, it's is, is mm. just super cool.
2: Yeah, it's
1: cool. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm sure you can still remember the days of playing just random ass towns, hundred percent, like, 100%. like Tidville and yeah. all that kind of stuff here. So it just must be mad to see how far you've come. And now you're employing loads of people. It's not just a bunch of you tightly in the van. You're you're employing that's people. That's it.
0: That's it. And that's a, that. Yeah, that's a really weird part about it as well but we do very much see it as like a, a collaborative effort with everyone like it's it's not like we're like we are your boss It's uh <laughs> like it's interesting we're just talking to our um set builders and stuff yesterday and, and what, like kai's you know, rigor by trade and he's like normally bands don't come out and check on this shit you guys like it's noticed that you guys actually care about what's going on I'm like oh okay cool like it said it's not me just going oh i'm a nice guy but like yeah, I'm genu- it's genuinely interesting. Like, it's fascinating to walk into a venue like like what we play and see it empty and just go, fuck, someone built this. Someone built <laughs> yeah. Every nut and bolt that you see when, the, when that door opens, and you walk into the gig, they put that together at seven o'clock in the morning before this it was an empty floor. And like after, a couple of hours after you're gone, that thing's gone and we've driven off and they'll put it together again in five
2: more hours. It's crazy. I wonder if there's anybody in bands who, like a massive band like yourselves who has this m- huge production who turns up at every venue and go, I can't believe they're the exact production yeah. already the <laughs> yeah. That's, exact That's to exact, a t- yeah. exactly the same as last night.
0: Yeah. Look, there's even the same markings on the stage. God, <laughs> it's so precise. Yes. I like yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I wanted to ask when you're doing big production shows like this, what is actually going through your mind during the performance? Because, I'm sure there is a lot of bits oh, that's warm. on the stage. Oh, that's warm. Yeah, yeah that's warm. <laughs> if you take one step wrong, you may be your legs on fire, or you've got a, fire, a flame flower to the face, or yeah. something like that. So with the aspect of the crowds going insane, you're trying to do your part of the song. Are you actively thinking, right? I need to be over here for this bit, or you just—is it just natural routine now? So the way we kind of
0: set set it up, the cues like it's in natural spots in the music anyway. It's meant to heighten the music, and those generally like those effects are around where you would be anyway so and you find yourself uh, like we have this thing like you, you play so many shows that you're used to feeling certain things and, and it'll drag you to a certain part of the stage during the song and it's the, it's the days when like you're like i feel like doing something else i'll do something different today and you go over somewhere else and you forget a line and you fuck up or you drop a note or something like that <laughs> and so it's it's that's the most extreme thing that's happened but like it's not it's it's weird, like, I'm uh, surrounded by flames and explosions all night, but th- honestly, the only thing that I really, like, I'm focusing on is what I'm doing and the way the crowd is reacting to it. That's it. It's just all about the connection. And the thing is, like, the whole, the way we designed this entire show as well was um, we wanted it to be something where, like, the first thing you see when you come in is, like, a Jesus fucking Christ, this is enormous. Like, it's it's cinematic in scope. But- the journey that it takes you on is exactly where you think parkway is w- like would go and then somewhere different and then somewhere different again and then by the by the end of the, all of the craziness you're still just left with five guys on stage singing with an audience and like literally the last show we the last set the song we do has zero production and it's just about just human connection and that's it and it seems to resonate really well i think it's a really good representation of like who we are as a band so yeah it's um it's neat i'm shocked at like how well the vibe works <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's just it's just really cool like it's just really cool to 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 have that connection grow in that way and 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 i mean at the end of the day we're, we're just designing something which we're like this is us hope you like it and to to watch people
1: love it love it it's, <laughs> yeah. it's sick man it's so sick it's just it's really cool it's just a really humbling experience yeah yeah, I wanted to um, ask. Obviously, you mentioned that this is the first shows you've really done this year. You were supposed to do some dates in the states, yeah. I believe, in January yep. that got cancelled, and yep. there was a kind of uh, statement put out that you guys needed a kind of a, a break at the moment and mm-hmm. for mental health reasons and things were just a little bit chaotic. Just wanted to check in on that and so at that time was it just there was so much going on post COVID coming back to to doing this that you needed a break or was it just Nah, little- way more than that. <laughs>
0: yeah, <okay. laughs> yeah, we were we were we were right. pre- really close to breaking up
1: <laughs> oh really yeah
0: <laughs> yeah yeah no we were we're just like we're we like had finally reached a point of like um something having to change within the band basically um with uh, within s- like essentially like the entire band's existence and the way we communicated and everything had pushed to a point where there was no through roads for any as any of us properly connecting with communication and like bad communication and it turned to like resentments and that kind of stuff which is yeah. If it happens in all the bands, right? hey man, That's like dude when like luckily like yeah Luke was like we need someone to help us out and they were like this is what every company, every business every band goes through at some point you need someone to help you get through this like I'm surprised you haven't had to do it earlier but yeah we and that gave us the opportunity to like essentially and to like band therapy to help us um learn how to communicate and how to reconnect again and that's allowed us to really unpack what basically our band motto before this was just like keep going and um just deal with it like just harden the fuck up really and that's what um, i mean that's what everyone likes that's what it's <laughs> that's what, that's what, me, what men do in society it's just like quit whinging harden up we did that with each other and we, we've been through some shit and you just be like whatever like We'll, we'll talk about it later get on with the next tour and um there was just so much stuff that we're like now we got to talk about this we gotta we gotta we gotta actually like acknowledge how difficult this journey has actually been for everyone and, and how different it's been for everyone and that's a a long period of life when some of the people in this band started when they were 16 that's a huge amount of personal growth and, and, and existence in a very isolating place yeah. Sorry,
2: so, yeah. And yes, yeah, it's, it's just a weird world to grow up in really as well. It like, saying, yeah. It's not the same like 'cause we had um we spoke to an author not long ago called Ian Winwood. We were talking about his book and his book talks about musicians and how we all kind of we don't like value ourselves sometimes as like good as members of society just mm-hmm. because we've got the different job and it's not it's not a worse job and we shouldn't look at it as a worse job. No. But everybody in a band feels like, oh well I can't I couldn't possibly have a whinge or a moan or feel sad because i meant to be in this band, but you look looking after like you said, you've touring parties, fifty people. So if you know, if one of you fucking has a breakdown and that's the whole thing done. So it's better to get these things 100%, fixed man. and talk about them and hundred percent. And and it's also like as much as we don't value it as
0: well, like, like it's it's not understood by a lot of people. Like it's not it's very hard to relate to anyone what it's like doing this doing this job, living this life. Yeah. Like my my best friends don't get it. They just don't. My family acknowledges that they don't get it. Fuck man, the arts is the first thing to get thrown under the bus when anything goes wrong. So it's as soon as COVID hit, it was just like, oh just shut up. You've had a good run. I mean, like, you've still got a job, buddy. Yeah. So <laughs> like, <laughs> like so yeah, it's um it's an interesting it's an interesting one. But yeah, we're still like we're still doing it. That's the thing. It's ongoing as well. It's something that we learned. Like this is something that is incredibly valuable to just life in general and we were very quick to realize how amazing the process actually is and that we don't we don't want it to stop because it gives a lot to our to our lives which is rad and yeah here we are man fantastic good
1: yeah Yeah. is there any is there any little tools or anything like that you think other bands really should be focusing on in that downtime?
0: yeah like what definitely Getting getting someone else into the band dynamic that's excluded from it was the main thing for us, and I'd recommend that for for anyone because it's not just like the, the guy that we got like is a musician to a degree, but not like nothing like we are. So he's he's just more of a person listening to people, negotiating relationships. The other value of that is having someone outside of your circle to um, give you perspective and give you feedback because. What we found was like you go home whenever you're having a problem, you go home to people you care about and people you love and you bend to them and you tell them this is what you're going through and you're like, yeah, you should feel, like you're right to feel like that. But while that's supportive, that just quickens the spiral of anxiety that you're in of just like, yeah, well, fuck, shit. <laughs> yeah. Why doesn't anyone get it? And like, yeah, why doesn't anyone get it? Someone should get it. Why don't they fucking do it? Like, it's, uh, and you, you, like, you need to know who to, like, who's going to give you the the feedback to what you, what you need basically at that point in time because it's not so much just about having good friends around to
2: tell you you're okay and you deserve more. Like, well, that's the thing. I think th- I think a lot of people think having someone supportive is having like a yes person exactly but that's that's not
0: and it's a and 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 friends friends like that's the the wonderful thing about friends and family is they do want to support you and love you and love is like it's a very hard thing to tell someone you love like yo you tried looking from their perspective or maybe you're being a little bit crazy right now something like that or just the vulnerability side of things is and the protective side of things are both very very strong so you need someone that's just kind of Neutral in the middle to help help you navigate through that. So yeah,
1: yeah well, I'm glad uh, enjoying this tour a bit more as well. The oh man, yeah, in.
0: it's um, it's not that we didn't in the past. Yeah. It's just now that you look back on it, like it was, it was definitely like I mean, there was a lot of pressure. There's just always been a lot of pressure and a lot of drive, like because we've known, like it's pretty insane to feel like the growth is continuing and it's past where you thought it would be, and you're like, oh, shit, if we keep doing this, this gonna happen. This could be rad. You kinda of, you don't want to drop the ball because you want to see what's around the next corner through the next door. And when you continually just smashing through them, you're just like, <laughs>
4: Sick! whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: But, but but the the higher you go, the bigger the yeah. fall is kind of thing. Yeah. So you, you just don't you, you kind of just you do have that reinforcement of just like let's talk about it later. Let's talk about it later. Just focus on this thing. So yeah. But to be able to come back and do this tour and like and have that part of it be gone. And just be able to look at my mates on stage and go, we're just gigging and look at this. And like the vibe has been mental from fans. Like I don't know if it's because we've been away for three years and they've got more intense in terms of the reaction on stage or if it's because I've forgotten how intense it was, but I'm literally floored by the energy that's like, that's radiating back at us, which is, um, dude-
4: <laughs> it's shocking
0: like shocking man. Awesome. Like, Yeah, like, absolutely shocking it's right. so sick <laughs> awesome yeah, I'm chuffed yeah. for you yeah, but yeah. No,
1: it's, yeah. it's fantastic yeah. to hear but mentioning the, the loads of those kind of dreams and you're just knocking those doors down on it. Is there any in particular you remember being like whoa like how the fuck have we managed to get to this point or how the fuck have we managed to do this is there any kind of little achievements along the way that really resonate with you and that you always There's tons of them
0: yeah, started every, every every every. There's so many like biggest show you're ever gonna do. Three hundred people sold out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: it's for, smart,
0: it? Yeah. for real. Yeah, like it's, it's the thing, and it was constantly like that of just like of these when you expect to go nowhere, literally nowhere. You don't expect to write a, a record. You don't expect expect to ever record anything other than on a tape deck at home. It's all those experiences. Um, the the two big latest ones have obviously been recording this record because there's stuff on there where I'm like, man, I don't think I didn't think we could ever write something like this, and now we have, and I'm really really stoked. Let alone pulling it off through COVID, which was a fucking mission, <laughs> <Yeah>. just like <laughs> logistically get that thing done. Um, and the the fucking set was obviously like a huge, huge moment. It just was like that was, it was the the moment where like. I don't don't know, like, at the time, it was nuts. It was nuts in the lead-up to it, the concept that, like, you're going to headline fucking, like, (laughs) fuck off. (laughs) And then then even, like, in the run-up to it, just going, something's going to go wrong. It's going to be be pissing down with rain. (laughs) Half the crowd doesn't actually want to watch us. And, like, yeah, like, five minutes before we played, like, just getting ready to do that walkthrough and just going, oh, shit, everyone's here. (laughs) It's not a cloud in the sky. Fuck, this is going to happen. And then the set was- amazing was was incredible and i forgot like the other thing with that was like i was so in what we were doing that i can remember acknowledging how amazing amazing it was at the time but like the last time i got traveled before covid was to come over for the press for the viva the underdogs movie and i watched the the movie at berlin in like an imax cinema and was like oh whoa this is this is wild but it was still in the cycle didn't watch it again for a year and then it, it like it got picked up by netflix in australia which is Wow, cra- which is crazy. Uh, so, I, so yeah, yeah. 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 Awesome. And then I was like, I'm gonna watch this thing again. And it had been a year since I would played anything. hadn't couldn't remember what it was like to gig or anything. Hadn't seen the movie in a year, and I watched it. And I was like, What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. We were doing this? Yeah. Like that's what it was. Oh, like yeah.
2: that's the lyrics. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just just looking at what it actually was, I was just like, I, especially after a year of being locked in your house, like and all of that stuff taking hold. I was like. Fuck that wasn't a, that that really happened that was something really big
1: so yeah that's, it's, it's a bit of a trip yeah. <laughs> is that the uh, is that giving you more hunger now to be like yeah we want to headline other faster? like oh yeah uh, yeah
0: yes. yeah it does like it's not so much in like we should be doing things mm. but like it's my desire is just to continue doing what we do and that seems to lead to that like that's the place that it just yeah. we gravitate to and I mean, why? Why not? Someone gives you the option. Why not? And uh, why not aim for that in the first place? Like, obviously, if you look at what we're doing, you can see where the passion is being is being poured. Like, it, and at this point in time, the bigger the stage and the bigger the crowd, the, the more canvas there is for your imagination. But really, that's literally what it is. It's like more people, more opportunity, mm. bigger stage, yeah. <laughs> more, Moral, more yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So it's uh, like. Yeah, cool. Okay. I'm, I'm very ambitious in what we can and should be going for, and
2: we don't really plan on stepping back from it. It's got to be the Principality Stadium now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah. Surely. They <laughs> oh. yeah. shows, I mean, the oh, oh, yeah. Like, the thing is, right, we laugh, <laughs> like, you laugh then, right? <laughs> yeah. But, but, again, go back to, like, 20-year-old Winston, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you're, you fucking play in arenas fucking every week to sold-out crowds where you've got the fucking best production in the world. Yeah, it's, it's fucking weird. Mad. <laughs> it, is, it, is, it is, like, it is really- So the stadium's on it. <laughs> really like, I'm, not, I'm
0: not- I don't, I don't, I don't laugh at I not don't, I, don't, I don't- I'm not going to laugh at it because I've given up laughing at things these days. I'm not But, I mean, it's, it, again, as well, this is not something where I, I- I always say, like, I believe there is something in our sound and especially in our show and what we bring as a band that most people on this planet would resonate with. Like, you can come to this show and be- so I'm seeing so many people over the age of 60 at these gigs. It's blowing mm. my mind. There's people from like eight on their, their parents' shoulders to like 60 in the front row. And I'm like, that's rad. And if that if I can see that just in the front row, there's no reason that this can't go a lot further. But it's just a matter of if people choose to listen to it or not and get exposed to it. <laughs> and if, if that's it. And if that's the case, so it, just need, like, it just needs- be put out there more it's not me just going i deserve to be a rock star (laughs) it's um you you can't force things no you can't can't force force things and it will go where it goes but i mean put us in any venue on the planet to any amount of people and we will make that show worthy. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: Correct. Nice. Yes. Correct. Well, I want to dive into the new album a little bit. You said there that there's a chance for you to write a lot of songs that you didn't think you'd ever get to on this one. And just like reading a lot of reviews before the album came out, I saw a lot of people mentioning that it feels like there's a lot of chains being lifted, a lot more freedom, a lot more um, being able to express yourself a lot more yeah. with this one. Is there anything you put that down to? Why do you feel yeah. you've been able to talk and write a lot of things that you haven't before now?
0: A combination of um, multiple things. Um, basically, it can all be summed up by, by COVID um, and what that, that force into the environment. Um, for us, you have a combination of, first and foremost, time, the perception of time and the time literally that is available to you. Um, generally, on a writing cycle, the time is dictated by the amount of time you have between tours and albums and the, the need to put something out to continue touring, and then the need to tour what you've put out. So it what all happens within that. When we started writing, gone. When the hell is tour coming back? We started writing six months into COVID when you realize, like, maybe like, we'll be allowed out of our houses in like seven months or something, and you're like, everything is done. So you're just going to write because you enjoy writing music. There's no plan of touring coming back. Probably never going to be able to. Record something, so you're literally just writing music, and time is infinite. So, when when you have that as a, a mindset, very very different, very very different. Um, essentially, for us, it was like, well, if we're going to write, what are you going to do? And for us, it was like, no limitations. There's no there's no reason for everything not to be 100% um, adventurous and expressive. Like there's no there's no corner cutting. There's no reason for anything being less than Yeah, what it should be. The touring cycle itself means that when you come to write, you have a lot of muscle memory, a lot of familiarity with being on the stage, and a direct reaction to a certain thing. You've played certain songs three hundred times, like, and so so you're used to a certain style. So you will like that will lead you down familiar creative like neural pathways and stuff like that. Gone, that's cut. Also, the idea that like this. Could essentially be the only album you get to write again. Like, who knows? Like, you can't. At that point in time, we didn't even know if we were going to be able to record. So, yeah. if you get to re- write your last album. What's it going to be? And what was the last one? There's another. There was another really important one, but I can't remember what it is. <laughs> but there's a fair bit that went into it, <laughs> yeah, man. It was all completely, but uh, completely different. So. It was, the, it was the album where there was just like, oh, skill, obviously. <laughs> and, 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 and that's not to say like, all of a sudden we got really fucking good and we made this sick album. It's not, not that. It's more that um, that there was literally songs on this record that because of all those factors that I just laid out, we had the time, the place, the, like the scope to go, all right, here's something that we haven't done before that we've literally tried before, but we didn't have the skills at that point in time to put together, we didn't have, we could imagine something, but not quite well enough to be able to articulate it sonically. And within the time period that we had, with the skills that we had, didn't work. And this time, we're like, no excuses, learn the skills. Learn the skills, that was it, so. Did you
2: record the album remotely then, or did you end up doing all No, we did
0: it in Australia. So, um, generally we go to Canada, Um, our producer's from Arizona and our engineer, um, his brother, George, producer, Dean, brother is, um, from Canada and we fly up there and record and obviously we couldn't do it this that way this time. So we flew them both to Australia and got a studio just outside of Byron and spent like four months doing the record, which was, my mission was like $40,000 for two airfares. Whoa. So. Jeez. Yeah. What? Yeah,
2: i thought so. you said they live in America. Come oh on, <laughs> yeah, forty thousand dollars.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, that's what that shit was like. That, Did he bring oh. his
2: whole studio? <laughs> with him? Yeah,
0: and then we had to pay seven thousand dollars to the government just so they could keep them in quarantine for two weeks each. Oh, no windows, just a room, and that, is, it, that was basically like jail. Like Dean has serious mental like trauma from that shit. Oh, it's uh, fucked yeah. up. And then yeah, recording in Australia, having to get all the gear and stuff. And then, get the studio ready to actually do. Um,
1: yeah, it was, well, a, it was a big challenge, big wow. challenge for a record, man. I know, I know a lot of bands yeah. say a lot of sacrifices has <laughs> made the point to put into a record, but definitely something. Yeah, like was, there was- so there was a lot from, from,
0: from everyone. We're like eternally grateful to George and Dean for like leaving their families in like on the other side of the world for four months to come over and, and make this record with us. Yeah. And we were like in a bit of a like frayed state at that point in time as well. Like- tensions were high so they were kind of in the middle of kind of the buffer between yeah certain members of the band like bouncing off each other
2: (laughs) yeah oh did the therapy come after the record yeah
0: okay came after the record the record was the straw that broke the camel's back like this ain't working boys <laughs> did the record congratulations let's figure out how
1: to make it work
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. wow
1: um i was reading the um production notes of the record mm. and something that i really caught me off guard it says that there's additional whistles mm-hmm. by pierre of simple plan no I love uh, it when people appear on other people's <laughs> records and they're
2: doing things where you're like, well, I wouldn't know that was Plus yeah. like, oh my god, is that Plus <laughs> of that with slips?
1: <laughs> that is correct. But I ju- oh, yeah, just, I just oh like I'm just I can't A I can't imagine those two worlds crossing over and B how does he end up whistling on the song? Like, how does that... All I can think <laughs> is he gets an email going, oh, Pierre, we'd love
2: you on a song. And he's like, fucking <laughs> right. Dude. Yeah. I can't hear him <laughs> to go. sing my fucking yeah. ass off. i always right. wanted to sound heavy. <laughs> Super heavy. Yeah. Whistling.
0: Yeah. We're going to whistle. Just give us a nice little whistle. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, <I'm> <laughs> that, that theory is way funnier than the reality. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, they're like, we're... we're Friends to, to start with and also friends through George and Dean as well, they're, they're mates. So, we're all kind of associated to- uh, Like, I, I was in one of their music videos for Boom, I think. So, so right. I actually got a guestie in there just like popping up. Um, but like, yeah, that, that, that whole whistle refrain um, was just layer upon layer of people. Whoever could like nail it well, we kind of threw them all into the mix. So there's
2: like Does anybody me. walking past, go! Oh, can you whistle, <laughs> dude? <laughs> it literally
0: started with like like the original demo that Jeff showed me was like one of his mates who was there like fix his toilet or something, <laughs> <laughs> like, and he had the he had like the the acoustic like r- riff and an intro and then the whistle and he was like, oh, it's Devo or something. <laughs> And that's how we got hooked on it because we couldn't like before the song even existed, like I've I've had that damn whistle stuck in my head for two years, man. Like <laughs> wow. that was a long time ago that he showed us that. And you just walk away and you just be strolling around the house and start whistling and be like, Is that fucking riff again? And it still happens now. Like we we do it at like we rehearse that song in rehearsals and I walk away whistling and I'm like whistling my own fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> And you just hear it popping off amongst all the crew. Yeah. Whoever is there at sound check is like Walks away whistling this thing. Sign
2: I'm of like, a good one, isn't it? So, Dude, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, it's like, one. yeah, old grey whistle test or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's nuts. So, yeah, Pierre's on there fucking turning it out.
2: <laughs> <Magic>. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love the idea of him going, Oh, I've sent this folk lover as well. And I like, go, Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, <nah. laughs> hmm. yeah, we'll do Simple Parkway later <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on. <laughs> later on, when we go to joint tour, that'd yeah. be a fucking weird tour, yeah, wouldn't it? Simple Plan and Parkway it's Drive. Good, though. I'd love to see that. Simple Parkway, like, <laughs> sure, parkway be plan. banging. Parkway plan. It's on. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: is there anyone else that's like over your career that that there's always been like a surprise reaction that you maybe you've worked with or like a friendship with because you have featured on a a few people's tracks before you've had a couple of features on parkway stuff is it yeah. ever like anything that comes up and people are like oh i didn't expect that to be a thing
0: i'll tell you what the, the probably the strangest and funnest one is like and we've actually been doing it on this tour um so, our tour manager, Oisy, uh is German and he also manages a German rapper called Casper, who's fucking awesome, really nice guy. And when we did the Viva the Underdogs like live stuff, he was like, dude, you should do some German tracks. I was like, yeah, why the fuck not? So, Casper actually um, translated like three of our songs into German. And then I went and tracked him in Australia and he did like, he rewrote guest verses on shadow boxing. So, he's got, like- There's this, like, German, like- German Parkway sh- at shadow boxing with him on it. And then this tour, we we did it live at all the German shows. So, he oh, was on wow. tour with us, just dropping boxing every night with us. So, it's like a full, like, Parkway-German rap collaboration yeah, that you mark, really that, wouldn't I'm
2: see. Mark, yeah, it's just- fucking sick, man. <laughs> it, it's
0: so good. Like, A- Awesome, dude. Like, we've never had anyone come into our camp and click like that guy did in terms of, like, you see, it just feels like he's been with us forever. His vibe on stage, the the way he gets it, his voice, everything about it, everything he gave to us has been awesome. And it was, like, the last thing you'd expect. Like, yo, Parkway and some German rap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I just Dream pa- combination. That's exactly what you think when you think <laughs> yeah. Parkway. But, fuck, man, it's been, like, it's been so sick. And having, like, being able to do it live has been so, so rad. It's just a completely different energy and a completely different direction, but at the same time, so right.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. I'd that. imagine being a German fan, that's like us just being in the crowd and all of a sudden like... <laughs> can't even, Someone I've throwing gone. a whole bunch of consonants at you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, yeah.
0: <laughs> Somebody being yeah. sick
2: on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody being sick through soup yeah. on stage. <laughs> oh
1: yeah. my God. Yeah. Yeah it's, yeah. yeah,
2: it's like seeing fucking, I don't know... um, Slipknot doing a Welsh song. Yeah. That'd be fucking yeah. mental, wouldn't it? Yeah.
1: It <laughs> yeah. Then biscuit rapping in Welsh, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Break stuff you No, that's not. Um, <laughs> but, like, how was that for you, A, learning the, the lyrics in German, well, did you and you know then...
2: then it, or were you just copying the sounds, and then, therefore, <laughs> not exactly sure what you, you said? No, I
0: knew what I said, but, like, I still can't speak German. Like, I mm. know those, those songs, but it, t- it took a lot. Like, that was when I was, like... Man, I should have tried this like 15 years ago. Should have learned German when we first started. <laughs> but like, it, yeah, that was actually a challenge when we recorded those. That was like it was about. It took about three days per song because I have to break it down into the syllables, then stick them back together. Then even once I said it, like I had not only his translation. But I'd send it back to Oisie, but I also had my sister in law who's from um from Germany sitting in on the session, so she'd be like, You're pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. And we'd just be like, That take sounds sick, and George would be like, That's so sick. And then we'd both just turn to here and she'd just be like
2: And she's like, You mispronounced death wrong. and you ended up <laughs> saying puppy. Yeah, that's it. Basically
0: basically she's just like nothing. Makes no sense.
2: I bring you yeah. puppy. Yeah. What? Yeah.
0: But yeah. Yeah. But what like but the good the the thing that amazed me was like I haven't sung these songs in three years. Like that was the last time I was in the studio before the album. And as as soon as we came back to rehearsing them, it was still just in there, like as soon as it was in there and I can see the words in my brain. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Kind of know a bit of German. But I'm not going to be rocking up to the- the chip shop or the kebab <laughs> shop after this and, and asking asking them for a fluent order but you know what yeah I can tell them welcome to a world of
2: pain <laughs> I <It's great. laughs> yeah, yeah what do you yeah. know in German
1: welcome to a world of pain and yeah. that's about it? Like. I also love the idea of someone like travelling to come and see you in Germany not speaking the word of German. Yeah, not going, going to the game yeah, yeah. what the <laughs> fuck?
2: Yeah. What is this one? Have yeah. yeah. I learned German? <laughs> Have I been in Germany so long I've learned German? Yeah. What's going on here? You sound like you're oh, German. Yeah. yeah, that's mad. It's oh. the
0: same, but different.
2: Something's <laughs> <Yeah>. different <laughs> yeah. about this. Well, how, how hard was it? Like, when he translated it into German, did it fit, uh, like... Pretty damn well. It's nice. not like word
0: for word, but it's, 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 it's pretty damn good. And it sounds sick. Like, the German language goes hard in metal i'm really shocked that it's not just done more like obviously it sucks that it's so limiting to just german-speaking countries like in terms of worldwide appeal because that language is like is made for yeah. like a it's, aggression of some kind it, it, yeah. so, it, so it sounds sick like yeah all of the songs that we did were like oh, they sound so fucking good man they sound better than the original <laughs> like it's like uh, can't do them everywhere but like like yeah <laughs> yeah
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, While we're talking about kind of going through memory lane for a a lot of stuff, there's uh, one tour you guys did about 10, 11 years ago that always seems to... The poster for it always seems to resurface on the internet with people going, oh, this is a dream tour now where I think it was... You Bring Me the Horizon, Architects, The Devil Wears Prada, and of any of them. While She Sleeps did a couple of those shows yep. around the UK yep. Um as well. I mean, obviously, just looking at how all of Not you tough. have like <laughs> grown over that last 10 years must be crazy to think back on, but also really cool to see that you've all been able to make it because I'm sure there's so many bands you've toured with over the years that no longer kind of doing this anymore you want to know when everything went wrong That's right, there, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um no it's sick yeah like there that that what that was a wild one dude like it's um and yeah it, like i don't know i don't i don't even know what to to say about stuff like that because it just it makes me start like i see it i see all of them bands doing what they do and i'm just soaked. It's like I'm just stoked that's the thing it's, it is really cool to see people that you have history with and who are talented and who have, have their individual drive succeed that's it and it's a, it's a long time like the fact that you know, we can I remember that feeling like a long time when we did that tour that we'd already existed for a long time and now it's like that was halfway through this band's career and everything for all of those bands has gone in completely different directions and still progressed so far and that you can still trace it back to something like that and you're like It just it it makes me proud of like not only what we do, but to know that those those people did exactly what they wanted to do and were relentless in the same way, which is which is really sick. Like I can I can even remember back then, like that was on the um, "There Is a Hell" album launch, and even then, like I can remember talking to um, to Vegan and Nichols and stuff, and like I I knew where Bring Me the Horizon were going sound wise then in relation to where they are now and like i'm I, I knew that that was where the trajectory was and everyone else is just going metal's fucking sick and i was like it is but i i know that these guys are going to do something completely fucking different that, that like where their brain is at is so many steps ahead of where people consider them to be at at this point in time and yeah, lo and behold look where they are so it's 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 neat to have that inside scoop and be able to see like you can you can see like where the stars are going like people see the shooting star but you kind of you get to see the track and know where it's expected to be. And very early on with those guys, it's like, fuck, they're gone.
2: <laughs> that to me sounds like a 2025 stadium to us. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, no like, <laughs> it. Like, do, do, I, oh, I think I've that could all... just be Bring Me The Horizon playing a Bring Me The Horizon show. No,
0: could, do, not yeah. at all. No, I don't know.
2: I think that could be, fa- like, that would be the one. I tell you what, you get it happening. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right, I'm going to take our shares in stadiums. Yeah, yeah. I got shares in stadiums. Yeah. I haven't. Yeah. I've got nothing to do with stadiums. I just want to see this happen. This tour about like, you, bought yeah. stadiums, Wales. <laughs>
0: it's <laughs> yeah.
1: like you've bought
2: a stadium. John Smith presents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Live at the what, Live at the Principality Stadium. John yeah. Smith presents.
1: Uh, but but um, with that as well, I believe next year is actually the 20th year of year. Parkway. Yep. I mean. How does
0: that make you feel? Old? <laughs> dude, my fortieth birthday was on was on the day three of production for this tour and I was like, Whoa, oh, damn. <laughs> she getting old. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's yeah, just good. Do you feel old like do you feel old because like Oh fuck no, I'm in the best shape of my life yeah. and we're killing it. I'm stoked. <laughs> yeah. Zero, Santa. Zero. Zero fucking skill, man. Yeah. Like I'm stoked to be forty, dude. Good. That's that's great. Like I'm I'm just I'm proud of every single thing we've done and I'm proud to survive. Like like just as a as a person i i feel more settled as a person now than i ever did in life in general which is which is awesome but um yeah i'm i'm really stoked that the band's gone on this long it's it's just really cool and i'm really stoked that it's a continuing like we we've always said like if we didn't care about this we'd just stop doing it and um i guess like when we had everything finally explode we we're like who wants to keep doing this and everyone was like yeah but just not like this so, everyone obviously is still in the same boat with that, which is, which is sick. But um, it's, it's not just that. Like, it's still – I've got more hunger and drive behind it now than I ever did, which is awesome because, like, that means we can take advantage of the opportunities given to us. And the opportunities, like I said, it's just more people and bigger stages and more chance for your imagination to just go, wah, all over
1: the place, <laughs> nice. which is sick. <laughs> is there anything in particular that you've maybe thought about how you'd like to celebrate – anniversary you're just like saying oh are you doing pathway 20 (laughs) 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 no i mean there could be some you could be like planning something random you want to
0: yeah we are we are we're thinking at this point in time like it's it's really weird we're in a really strange position because like originally we did have a lot of plans like we generally have like five years worth of plans in the pipeline um and then covid just like smooshed them up and just kind of spat them out the side of its mouth which was interesting so now it's just like uh everything's changed a little bit um and you just we're just reassessing timelines and what we want to do and where we want to be and what we can do and yeah like it's just shifted shifted things out around in slightly different ways um so i'm sure we're going to do something i'm just not sure when and how and what it'll be i really don't know what it like i don't don't know any of those things things. that's i mean we have a lot of options we really do
1: It's cool. Yeah. Well, it's nice to hear that. But as we kind of start to wind down on the conversation now, one thing I wanted to bring up was that I know you said, like, try not to laugh at these kind of things now, but I think. Parkway and yourself are in a position where a lot of younger bands are looking up to you as mm-hmm. maybe one of the kind of fourth founders of modern-day yeah. ye kind of metal. Yeah, ye olde metal. You're the same age as I and me? Renaissance, <laughs> really, really, Renaissance <laughs> metal. <laughs> but no, I was just wondering, like, Taking yourself back to the younger days, is there anyone you remember giving you really big advice or that was a big help to you early on that really resonated with you or stuck or I was was shaking it, my head? No? Officially. <laughs> yeah. no, no,
0: we did it all like uh, it was a lot of self drive, a lot of self drive, but that doesn't mean I don't have things to like. Share with other people. Yeah, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, no, like we 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 honestly were like the way we did it was like survival. For, so it, was, it was survival and passion. That's how. That's literally what we operated on. And there's a lot to be said for those for those attributes because like, um, it's it's got us to where we are. But like we've we always played what we wanted to play because we enjoyed playing it. That was the only test for for quality because honestly we didn't expect anything from it. And when things came from and it was because people resonated with something that was genuine. And that's what art is at the end of the day for all of the the metalcore tags and the fact that it can be a slogan on a t-shirt or the silliness of what metal is actually capable of in the first place there's genuine passion behind it and that will translate as far as everything else like the the drive part of things like focus like it's focus and drive and that's been very very relentless for us like we've we've taken every opportunity and used it like it's the last one we're going to get. We've taken every like every bit of responsibility we could probably to our detriment to a degree like there's uh, we, we could have been kinder to ourselves which I think is um, something that people should should take into account that this is a very hard demanding job to get anywhere a very hard demanding passion and you need to be kind to yourself and your, your friends and and look out for each other and get help when you need it but that being said people are capable of a lot more than they think when they're in a band like generally and and those things that you think you can't do you probably can and someone's going to charge you a shit ton of money if you don't try so and if you if you don't have to spend a shit ton of money getting someone else to do something you could do it's going to help you do another album or go on another tour or spend a little bit more time in the studio to make something a bit better or sharpen another aspect of like of that dream that you have and that goes a long, long way over the, the scheme of things because it's all those little things you shave off the side, which actually mount up on the other side of things. And so the more that you can keep within yeah, your creative camp, the more complete your creative vision is going to be.
1: Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Pretty good to hear. And um, with all that, obviously we mentioned that this is the last day of the European tour. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's loads of things you've missed kind of doing this, but, I mean, if you could just sum it up, what's kind of some of the things really, like the little details of touring. Sweaty meat in Europe. (laughs) Sweaty meat. Catering. Catering. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I've just missed all my mates, to be honest. And like, and like, there's a lot of them. Like I said, like we have massive touring party and I really like, I was separated from my, my friends and family on the other side of the world while, while you guys were going through it a lot worse than we were as well. Like Australia was a lot safer and I was like, shit, I hope my friends are okay. And it's been, it's been really good hanging out again, really. And doing this thing again, like it's like, I see the passion that they put into the shows. They get just as much out of like a a good show as we do, which is awesome. And like walking up to go on stage and just going, yep, yep, yep. We fucking got this. And then walking off at the end of the night and everyone just going, well fucking done to every single person. That's what it's about, man. It's just the team mentality. It's sick. I've missed it. Yes. Yeah. Nice.
1: yeah, well, yeah. It's, <laughs> all that has been beautiful to hear. Um, before we let you go, Winston, is there anything else you'd like let to you, just- Let him go. We're not holding him down. No, we're yeah. not. before I take the binders <laughs> off, <his wrist>. um, <laughs> We've yeah. got him in the corner, okay? yeah. Yeah. in the yeah. room you've provided, yeah. so thank you very much. But no, if there's anything you'd like to mention, plug, or anything, please-
0: Nah, it's just good to be back. <laughs> cheers, for, cheers for having me. Well,
1: no, honestly, I know. I know. If there's anything
0: that's like this last three years have taught me, it's like how much we love doing what we do, how grateful we are to be able to do it again.
1: Like it's, it's rad, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we appreciate you taking the time to do this with us again for being so open and just having a laugh with us. So thank you so much. Thank cheers. you. Cheers.
2: Welcome. Cheers. Lovely. <laughs> Yes, fucking bonzer, as they say over there. (laughs) That was an absolutely wonderful chat with a beautiful human being. Thank you very much to Winston McCall of Parkway Drive
1: and Parkway Drive for still existing. Mm, Yes, I'm very glad they do. But that conversation was just, it showed a bit of everything. All the sorts of emotions was really deep, was really funny. We were literally cry laughing. At one point, who would have believed oh, bro. that PA from, PA from Simple Plan? Imagine being PA from Simple Plan.
2: Email. From who? Parkwaydriver.gmail.com Subject. We want you on our record. Subject body. Dear Pierre. or, um... day PA. Of course. G'day, Pierre. We would love your... Musical talents on one of the Parkway Drive songs. Is there any chance of that happening? Reply. Simpleplan11 at gmail.com <laughs> Subject, Edda. RE, vocals of Parkway Drive. Subject, body. Dear Parkway Drive as a collective. Fucking right, they'll come and sing on your songs. Email in back from Parkway Drive. Ah, ooh, yeah. Uh, about that. Yeah, but it's just fucking mad. Like, <laughs> yeah. imagine me asked to yeah. whistle. Like, if somebody going to touch me, just like, Sean, we want it on a record. I go, oh, they want mediocre screaming. That's what it is. PA has got to be thinking, oh, they want fucking delightful Canadian fucking vocals, then, don't they? Nah, man, whistling. <laughs> it's like having you just doing a clap on a song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's free friend to if they want to use that um, <laughs> on any remixes. Uh But yeah, what a fucking great chat. The ups and downs, the highs, the lows, the fucking insight into the touring machine that is Parkway Drive. 50 people on tour. People just think five of fucking Parkway Drive just turn up in mm. a van mm-hmm. and play that gig and I is there every night. Nah, man. Nah, man. That's a fucking whole company of a business. It's fucking... Me- people don't see this and this is why I love doing this shit.
1: Yeah, literally. And uh, honestly, their team is so helpful to us. So shout out to everyone in that touring crew and Tanner and Emma Van Dyke for sorting this out for us. Uh, Just a really nice time to remember that their new album, Darker Still, is available to buy, purchase and stream worldwide right now. And hopefully we'll be seeing a lot more Parkway news in the not so distant future. Mentioning... Uh, Pierre from Simple Plan, of course, he's a previous guest of the podcast on episode 178. So if you want to go and check out some stories about some really hit Canadian songs, uh, go and check that out. But Sean, you've got a busy rest of the month coming up with your band Raiders and a couple of DJ sets. Yes. Um, thank you very much. Though I'm so eager.
2: October 30th, my band Raiders are supporting the Nightmares with an artist called Fox Club as well at a free show. Ooh. Free, not three, I haven't pronounced three wrong Free, free, as in fucking nothing It's nothing <laughs> Come along, it's in the pub, October 30th Come and support The Nightmares they got a new record out on Equal Vision That will be fucking brilliant And then October 31st, which is All Hallows' Eve um, That's Halloween My band Raiders are playing with Downcast Haggard Cat and... No, oh, there's a band called Big Drink playing. Is it? And I don't know what I don't know what they sound like. They could be the greatest band of all time. How big's a drink? That's what I want to know. They've called themselves Big Drink, and I'm not accepting that. But also DJ our night is myself, the Deadbolt DJs, and Creeper. All Creeper, Creeper a DJ. So of this us. is it. Manchester, October thirty first at the Breadshed. Get you tickets now at. Uh, redcardinalmusic.com or something like that. Have a look at Deadbolt. Yeah, is it at Deadbolt or at Deadbolt Club? One of them. Just fucking look for Deadbolt. Look for my long head, and then click that link, and then
1: buy tickets and come and see because it's gonna be a fucking lot. I might even dress up for it. Oh Not no! Come on! You, no, you never, you never dress up. Come on! Don't lie to the people here, Sean. But if you the w- thing is, what can I do? What can I dress up with? with this mallet? It's literally.
2: The fella from Lost Boys. That's it. Um, it's Eddie, Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero. I don't remember I have got a facial hair, right? Um, I mean, I've got Dominic the Dominic Mysterio. Steroids. Wrestling oh. lad. That's true. Plus, if I put a mask on my dad, I'd go and kick fuck out of him. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, that's awful, is oh,
1: so, Anyway, if you'd like to get in touch <laughs> with us for any reason whatsoever, <laughs> at Sablin Pod on Twitter and Instagram is the best place to do it. Ask us some questions. Did we predict the return of Blink-182 with Tom DeLong? Yes, we did. Episode 182. There's a whole roundtable about it and everything. Uh, And remember to support us via our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash sapnin. Every week we try and upload extra content for people to check out and a lot of stuff behind the scenes. By signing up, you get included into our wonderful community where there's updates on the regular and you get to meet your new best friends, go into gigs with each other, and it's just a really wholesome time. That's patreon.com forward slash Sapnin. And if you head to the description of this episode, there's loads of names there that we need to thank. But as every week, Sean is going to give them a hoosive shout out to the elite members of our Sapnin podcast Patreon community. Those are the people in the top tiers. Yes.
2: Congratulations to Blink-182 for getting back together. I am very, very jealous. Come and do a fucking podcast then. Any of you, like, any of you. I'll take Robocop without his mask. I'll take fucking Mark Arpas. I'll take the drummer from Red or Chili Peppers, whoever he is who's just joined. I saw a photo and I was like, that's definitely Chad, isn't it? Well, it turns out it's, um, yeah, turns out it's Tom DeLonge, apparently. Ooh. I couldn't believe it. Alkaline Trio
1: should be supporting him also on I, that tour. Yeah, I've That would have been a they, funny announcement. They, they should have been like, special guests. Alkaline Trio <laughs> it would have just been really Matt funny. Skiba Matt is <laughs> sitting on his own, crying.
2: Ah, I hope he's all right. He's bound to be all right. He's an Alkaline Trio, and he fucking all, what? About, I, o- I hope. I hope. <laughs> Sean's massive loser, Sean Smith. Right, just hoped that I'd imagine well-off musician <laughs> Matt Skiba is all right. Of course, he's fucking all right. He can write and play guitar and fucking. He's still in Alclayne Trio, the jammy bass. I wish I was in Alclayne. Anyway, thank you very much to these people. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry. Thank you very much to these people. Kylie Wheeler, Mayumi Leeuwe, Paul Irshville, Tony Michael, Dilly Grimwood, Kelly Owen, Natasha Morris, Mitch Perry, Nathan Crowshaw, Emma Barber, Sammy G, Kat Besson, Dana Lasnova, Scott Jones, Jenny and Murray Grimwood, Amy Dawson, Amy Louise, Stuart McNaught, Stephen Aston, M Evans Roberts, Caroline Robinson, Kate Puttack, Louis Cook, Martina McManus, Carl Pendlebury, Danny Eaton, James McNaught, Craig Harris, Kelly Cannon, Jenny Munster, Emily Perry, John and Emma, Jason Aredia, Gary White, Khalil Keane, Adam King of the Ghost, Par Band is playing October 30th in La pub in Newport. It didn't say that, but I've added that bit on. Ollie, Tom is only coming back so he can be on Sapling Podcast Amesbury. I think that's the reason, to be honest. I didn't want to say anything, but... Josh, it's my missus' birthday next week, and she's been leaving jewellery catalogs all over the house, so I've got her a magazine rack. Hey! hey. Hey. Thank you very much, Alice Wood, Katrina Robertson, Reese Bowden, Kate Stevens and Connor Lewins, Kyle making t-shirts, making songs, and fighting around the world, David Smith. Thank you very much to all of those, as Morgan mentioned, all the people in the description, all the people who've ever been a Patreon member. If you're thinking about becoming a Patreon member, for the love of God... It man, come and
1: do it. Yes, come on. You all have a laugh listening to this, so just help the boys out in it, man. Come ah, on, man. Patreon.com forward slash happening. Click subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. If this is your first episode checking us out, let us know. And we'll be back each and every Friday with a new episode, a new guest, and a lot of laughs. And episode 204 is going to be someone who's new on the scene. And we're really enjoying their music as of late. Te. Oh, yes.
2: Teasy, Teasy, Teasy. Yes, uh, yes. Thank you, as always, Parkway Drive, Emma Van Dyck, Tanner, all the Parkway Drive's crew for putting on a fucking hell of a show. There was at least four different flames, and I like that. Thank you very much, and um, hopefully see you next week.
1: Supner)
2: You're listening to Savlin'en Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't, I don't know what else to do with podcasts. Um, Thank you very much.